What's good, everybody? It's your boy here, Melly J. It's your boy, D-Mac. It's your girl, Cocaine. You're listening to Hoodie, Hoodie Talk. Talk. Here we go. Now I can do my job. Yes, sir. The seat's way too low. Okay, I just have to lean in. Yo, what up, y'all? It's your boy here, Mally Jazz. Let me make sure testing one, two. We're recording everywhere. I'm here on a great Saturday morning. You know, most niggas don't wake up at Saturdays. Uh, this is the day your mom cleans the living room, she cleans the house. I'm here with a special friend. I never said that one before. Yeah. Uh, I'm here with one, one of the roads as big as athletes, southeastern Connecticut. Probably hasn't seen the athlete of this caliber. Since he um, graduated and is doing this thing. When I say athlete, that means more than two sports. So this man's a freak on the pause. This man is the man on the the field. The man. He's the coach, the man. I got Marcus Outlaw. What up, yo? What's going on, man? Glad to be here, bro. Appreciate you. Yo, how you doing, bro? How you feeling this morning? I'm good, man. You know, like you said, Saturday morning, another day of life, another day, you know, where we can do our thing and, and live our purpose in the world. So... Like I said, man, blessed to be here. Thankful for the opportunity and, and looking forward to the show, man. That's what's up, man. Uh, we, we've we been talking for a minute, trying to get this together. I feel like everybody has been trying to get yep, here. Yep. So finally, it's happening. Just take me from the beginning, bro. Like, small town guy. Were you born and raised in, in the road? Yeah, so, um, I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but I was actually born and raised in Philadelphia. So I was born oh. and raised. Yep. I'm a Philly kid. So I was born and raised in Philly, and then I ended up moving here when I was 13 so that's when I you know I enrolled in Kelly and you know became cool with everybody so yeah bro I was born and raised in Philly and then you know I, I you know my parents told me we were moving up to Connecticut had no clue where that was at the time <laughs> um, <knows. laughs> yeah but you know everything worked out this was where I was meant to be so you know ended up going to Kelly and then doing really well NFA as well and then you know gave myself opportunity to you know expand and, and play college ball, you know, Boston College, Coast Carolina, and get my education mm. and, you know, really set me up for for life and, and, and doing what I'm doing now. So Wow. So in Philly, now, yeah. see, now I didn't know that. Yeah, it's spicy so, now. It makes sense. <laughs> now, I mean, I'm like, yeah, how this nigga got all these superpowers? We ain't got it out here. If I'm out here, his water ain't the same. So how, like, so you moved here when you were 13. So you have some recollection of, like, how it was. Oh, yeah. So how, what, like, what's the difference? Would you rather be there? Um... I mean, to be honest, bro, I mean, now that I'm older, you know, when I was younger, I kind of resented my parents in a way just because, you know, I'm yeah. uprooting, you know, leaving yeah. my friends, my family, everybody I'm cool with. Um, and I'm coming to a place, you know, I never knew, you know, existed. I knew it existed, but, you know, I've never been to Connecticut, so it was foreign to me. But, um, you know, to be honest, now that I'm older, I appreciate my, my family for mm. moving me out of that environment. Um Cause you know we 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 were right in the mix, you know. I yeah. you know I have family members, cousins, and stuff that I was running with every day, you wow. know. And being the young buck out of the group, you know how that goes. It's just you're kind of molded into mm. the lifestyle. So, um, you know, I, I'm thankful now that you know that I'm older that I was able to get out of that environment and then excel and to be able to focus up here. But, um, you know, obviously, you know, Norwich and Connecticut has its flaws, but you know, Philly does as well. And, Everybody does. And and it, it, and, and you know, at, now that I'm older as well, it's easy to go take a car ride. It's three and a half, four hours. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, for, for the purpose and for what I needed to accomplish, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that my parents put me in that situation to like that. lead by example, especially, you know, being the oldest of four. You know, I'm mm. the role model. I'm the guy in the house, you know, that has to kind of lead the way. So yeah. um, it made sense. It definitely worked out. Mm. That's what's up. I, I like that because you, you have a strong sense of home. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. And uh, I've been trying to explain to a lot of people lately, you know, home is home. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, yep. you know that's the one spot you can go to. You can be teed up. You can be in any type of situation. Yeah. You go yeah. home, you're going to be straight. So what time is, I, yeah. I love that you you keep that aspect with you. How was it having, like, supportive parents throughout the the athletic process? Because I'll be honest, I watch a lot of great athletes yeah. fall because of no support and that's a big thing and i don't mean no support from fans i mean like straight mom and dad yeah right in the crib yeah <laughs> so how was it like having that factor oh man um i'm blessed I, I truly am uh you know how it is especially you know young men of color it's very rare that we have mom and dad in the house um and you know how my family dynamic is set up is you know we're really close you know our you know our five with you know our, actually our six within the house is really, really tight knit and really, really close. Um, you know, and outside of that, you know, obviously I have extended family and stuff, but you know, I'm we're really, really close within our household. So I think that's one thing that, you know, definitely put me in a great position and, you know, it and truthfully gave me an advantage over mm -hmm. a lot of others because, you know, I had a mom and dad that were willing to, you know, expand out of their comfort zone, you know, take me here, take me to this showcase. Um you know, help mm. get my name out there, do the back end work that a lot of people don't see, you know, yeah. in constant communication with, you know, coaches, administration, advisors, you know, just doing all the little things that, you know, it, it's unfortunate, but, you know, a lot of other people don't have, um, mm. you know, they might have to go through a coach, they might have to go through a teacher, you know, it's different. So the fact that I had my parents definitely, you know, 100% put me in the situation that I was in, um, and, you know, along with great coaches as well. Uh, but, you know, having that mom and dad that kept you grounded, kept you focused, kept you, you know, your mind on the prize and kept, you know, kept you in, in, in the right lane and, and then doing the back end stuff as well, you know, sacrificing their summers. You know, they didn't have to do a That's lot of a things fact. they do. You know what I'm saying? That's so, a fact. But their thing that. was get you to college, get you a free education, you know, if it warrants that. And that way we can set you up for your life. And then, you know, they did the same with Bree. And then they did, you know what I'm saying? Now yeah. they're Ryan and Justin. So, nice. um, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm super blessed to have the parents that I have. And, um, you know, Ryan and Justin are about to be on their way to college. So now my parents can get their rightfully due time, time that they deserve. You know, I, yeah. my mom and dad posted a, a picture on Facebook the other day. This is year 18 in a row that they've been on a field or on a court. Wow. 18 years in a row this year. So. That's amazing, though. It's amazing, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's a passion. That's you feel me? And, 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 18. And they, they lead by example. So, you know, now moving forward with my family, mm. I'm going to take as many years as Same possible thing. that I need to do to make sure, you know what I'm saying, my young ones are straight. So just just blessed overall, man. That's a blessing because I 18 years straight. <laughs> 18 years that's straight, bro. That's a lot bro. of games, bro. It's a lot of time, It's a lot man. of losing. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a lot of time, man. It is. Yeah. So another question for you. So I know as athletes, we all have like that one saying or that one that one principle that keeps us driving. Like me, one of my coaches always told me, as long as you're still breathing, you're living. Yep. So I always took it like, even, so when I was running, even the worst of pain, mm. I'd be like, okay, let's right, get right, this. Right. You know, so what's, what's that one principle that stuck with you, you know, throughout your athletic career that really keeps you going? Um... I mean, I, I'll go back to one of these sayings, uh, and, you know, it, it's kind of cliche and, and it's very general, but it, it's literally everything as far as the meaning. So, you know, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Mm -hmm. um, 
And that's something, you know, I think that came out in like a 2K or maybe Kevin Durant said it a while ago. Maybe yeah, like 2014, somebody, yeah, yeah, it was way back then. Because I didn't way like back. the statement when I heard it. I didn't yeah. like it. And then, you know, that. it's one of those quotes where it just kind of grows on you. Because at yeah. first I was the same way. I'm like, ah, like, you know what I'm saying? I get it. <laughs> I feel you. But when you, I guess, get in that environment, and it's the same thing. Mm. When you get in the work world, when you get, you know what I'm saying, when you're parenting, when you're a dad, you know, it's, it's, it, it's not just about the sport. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to work extremely, extremely hard at your craft, whether that's your job, whether that's being a dad, whether that's being an athlete, whether that's being a coach. And if you, you know, get complacent with what you got and you're not looking to, you know, sharpen those fine tools every single day and try to find something you can improve at, bro, there's someone else out there that's in competition with you that you don't even see. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That you don't even see that's trying to sharpen their tools. Mm. And, and it's just about kind of that paranoia of, I don't know what that next guy's doing out there. I got to get up and do something. I got to get up and work. So that's <laughs> kind of what drive me too. you know, obviously coming here from Philly, like, you know, a, a big sports town, you know, rugged town. Um, that obviously translated, you know, with my athletics and with my attitude. But same thing, even academically, bro, like I didn't know who I was competing with for that scholarship. I don't know. Mm. I don't know who's out there that's getting an opportunity like I am. So I think that paranoia of, you know, I got to do something. I got to get better. I got to sharpen this. I got to improve on this. I think that's something that carried me, you know, back then, and it still carries me today. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So just that quote, how something that simple can really change your life. I mean, I, I live by that now. Well, it's funny because this week, that's that's all kind of been like my, my thinking lately, especially with, you know, new studio and everything. <clears throat> what I don't do, then the next man's gonna do. Yeah, you know, if I don't make a reel this day, or if I don't make a post this day, yeah, somebody else is gonna make that reel. Yep. And if you're gonna like that reel, that's that's a loss for me, right? So that paranoia, that's man, I hope to be a, great, bro. Yeah, bro, I hope a lot of y'all took took that in, especially mm. the young athletes. I hope you guys take that in because if, if you stick with that attitude around mm. here, mm. best part about around here is your paranoia is short. It's very <laughs> short, right? Like, you could really do it. It just right. takes you doing it mm. to be there. That's what's up. So I, I also want to ask you, because one thing I didn't have in high school was learning, like, having an agent or mm. the process of getting into the um, NCAA, mm. like, all that type of stuff. So who kind of sat you down and, like, taught you when you were getting ready to transition from high school to college? Like, take take me through that process. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously my parents were my parents, but... I was the first in the house. So a mm. lot of, you know, and they were, and they're from Philly. So it's like, you know, people from Philly and, you know, I love home, but as we know, and it's even here too, when you grow up here and you're molded here, it's very hard to branch out. It's very hard it's to feel me. It's very hard to be uncomfortable taking a risk. You know what I'm saying? So my parents, they already took that big risk by leaving, you know, uprooting where they know where they from to come here. So you know, with me being the oldest, a lot of the things that I did, it was a first for them. So now, you know, now that they're, you know, me and Bree are done, now with Ryan and Justin, they already hit. They already know what time it is. They already know what to expect. But with that being said, I mean, I got to give a shout out to, to Coach Davis. I mean, Coach Jamal Davis, um, you know, and then a fellow, fellow brother of ours and, you know, such a great dude and role model. And he was the guy to really, you know, sit my parents down and be like, wow. look, like Marcus has a bright future. He can really do great things with this game. This is what needs to be done. This is how you need to do it, X, Y, Z. You know, you need to go to the NCAA clearinghouse. You need to make sure he's taking the credits he needs to be 
NCAA eligible, whole bunch of stuff, you know, I didn't know. Because, you know, as we go to school, we just, yeah. we give the classes we take and that's it. That. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he was making sure, you know, wow. on the back end with my parents that I was, you know, I wasn't taking BS classes. I was taking classes that could get me cleared to even be eligible for, you know, an NCAA scholarship. Wow. So he sat down with my parents. He told them, you know, which camps I need to go to, which showcases I need to go to, you know, which how to get, you know, through to the NCAA clearinghouse, sit down with my counselor. So he he really, you know, at an early age, you know, I would say really, you know, freshman year, like end of freshman year, um, he really took the time out to really sit down and educate them and educate myself as well. And then, you know, after that, we got the ball rolling and, and we started to figure everything out. But Coach Davis, for sure, is somebody that, you know, really stands out to me and you know, even has helped me, you know, even in my professional career now, like I know I can call him right now and get mm -hmm. some insight or get a gem or, or, you know, he'll, he'll give me, you know, advice on something. So shout out to him, man. He, he's, he's a huge part of, you know, why I'm, I am where I am today and, and definitely set me up for a lot of the things I, I received and, you know, wow. was blessed to get. Wow. Shout out to coach Davis. For sure. It's a blessing to have coaches, guys. Man, I could, I could probably name Three and it'll be I can put you Coach Evans. Yeah, Coach Lamar. Evans. Coach Evans is another one. I yeah. you know, I gotta I gotta put him out there too. He's, he's the re he broke he broke my hard head. Mm. He broke my hard head. Yep. He literally made me realize how fast I was. Mm. That was too fast for my own good. Mm. Son. Yep, yep. <laughs> Coach Evans, he molded it. That summer when we was in that two small gray van. Yep. Going back and forth to them tournaments on the res. And he about everybody. He about them kids, man. I remember yeah. those days too, where he's wow. taking people back and forth and, you know, seeing RJ and Castine, like especially when I moved here, you know, I you know, my oh, vision. Oh, okay. When I moved here, you know, that was RJ, that was Terry, yeah, that, that was time. West, that was Mike, that was all them, you know, 07, 08. So way before me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I, I seen that evolution and, you know, obviously, you know, Coach Evans being at NFA. So you seeing him every day. Every day. Him, you know, <laughs> dropping the things on me that I needed yeah. to know, the little wow. the little stuff, him seeing my parents. So, wow. you know, Coach Evans and, and Coach Davis for sure. You know, even Coach Juice and, and Coach Curlin as well. Um, it you know, it was definitely by committee. Wow. Definitely by committee. That's crazy. I remember seeing you, I think I was in the stands. Yep. It was an NFA game. This it was. I think the score was tied, mm -hmm. right? And they're on the opposite end. They're taking the ball out. You just see Marcus go. Yeah, right? I'm on. in my head. I'm like, oh snap, he gonna do it. You see Marcus <laughs> go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Plant his feet in the way corner. He's in like I didn't think he was gonna do. It. Yeah, this was some Ray Allen type shit. <laughs> this man hit that basket, yep. and the whole gym just went crazy. I was like, yo, that's that's. That's a feeling. Yeah. You, how, how is it, like, playing in front of people? I mean, look, bro, like, you know, and, and some people, you know, some people shy away from that, and some people embrace it. Um, And I was always the type of dude where, like, you know, we gonna live and die by me. I'm cool mm. with the criticism. I'm cool with, you know, people's opinions, because at the end of the day, bro, all that stuff don't matter, but... I'd rather go out on my terms, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and a part of that, you know, not being selfish, but a part of that too was being able to get my teammates to rally behind me. You know, you know, the, the team tough. had faith in me. It's tough to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, that just don't happen overnight. That comes with leadership, that comes with, you know, leading by example, that comes with caring for your teammates and your brothers, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know how close yeah. me and my boys are to this day. So, um, you know, I, I think along with that, 
I was comfortable with taking whatever came with that. But, you know, big moments, bro. Big, big stadiums, big crowds. I mean, you know, people trash TV, right? talking. We all that. Yeah. Wow. Like, you know, playing in front of 100,000 in Clemson, Florida State. Playing in packed out gyms up here. You know, people coming to see you and, and see see your boys and see your team. And, bro, I live for that, man. It, it, it makes me... As a competitor, it makes me grow. It makes me play better than, you know what I'm saying, what I could be playing at. You know, mm. I just live for the moment. I live for the environment, bro. Mm. I, I absolutely love it. That's funny. Talking about your boys, I, I had thought about this this morning. How Have you ever dealt with, like, disappointment? Because I know as an athlete, we want to go, we want to hit that top level. I think, like, yeah. 6% make it to the NBA or something. Yeah. Some, some crazy number like that. Yeah. And when you can't, you know, when you kind of get stopped at a certain point, you're like, dang, body. Mm. Like I know what my mind wants me to go, mm. but for some reason my physical body, my physical my attitude, like you just start to question where the disappointment, where it starts from, where it renders mm. from. So how how have you been able to deal with that, especially as a um, I would say small town athlete? Yeah. How how do you deal with like coming home and like I know a lot of us may not be like damn like blah, blah, blah. I right, know right. deep down inside you're mm -hmm. like damn. So how do you deal with that? Yeah, man. Um, I mean, disappointment. Episode is brought to you by Studman 1988. Want a designer fragrance for an affordable price? Visit studman1988.com and use code hoodie10 to save 10% on your purchase. Man, I, I truthfully believe it's about how you bounce back, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you just got to know that's, that's what comes with it. True. That's what comes with it. You know, you're not going to be as successful as you want to be. And, you know, you can attest to this as well. You know, if you didn't step outside your comfort zone and be willing to, you know, start your platform, you, you, you know, you, you, you playing that game of waiting and waiting and waiting. Sometimes you got to go out on a limb and you might fail and that's okay though. You know what I'm saying? Like people got to understand, bro, like you got to be willing to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation and you got to be willing to fall on your face sometimes. And that's okay. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It doesn't mean this is where you're going to end, bro. You got to get up and it's about how you dust yourself off and keep going. So um, you know, I think for me, um, I think being in control of my own destiny, knowing that I'm in control of my own destiny is also something that helps me cope with that. Um, you know, cause every decision I made up until this point, even the decision to come back home, I didn't have to, um, you know, after my fifth year of college, I had the option to, you know, go coach wherever, you know, I had a, I had an opportunity in, um, in Hawaii, I had an opportunity at, at Air Force, I had an opportunity at Virginia to go be a GA and coach off rip. Um, you know, but my thing was, is that I felt the need to come back and help, you know, our fellow people to understand that, look, I was in the same situation you were in. I was in the same shoes you were in. Now I did this with my opportunity and I set myself up to get those opportunities, but you got to understand that you can get it as well. Mm. It's just a matter of how uncomfortable are you willing to be and, you know, what are, are you willing to put yourself and your talents out there? Because we all got something we're really, really good at, and we all got things we're not good at. Are you okay with, one, putting those things you are talented at out there, and then willing to fine-tune and work with the things you're not good at? So, you know, even for, you know, just for me coming home, you know, a lot of people don't know this, like, you know, I had the opportunity to go to the NFL after my fifth year. Mm. Now, I looked at it from a business perspective. You play running back, running back's probably about a two-year, three-year you know, average of being in the league. Okay. Now, I was blessed not to, you know, seriously get injured, tear an ACL, concussions, one of the blessed ones at that position. Now, I looked at it from a business standpoint, like, okay, you know, you had a great college career, you had, you had a great high school career. 
do you really want to go put your body back at risk as a young athlete for basically pennies and scraps? Because what people don't understand is that, you know, you can chase the league and the league and the league, but you also got to understand that, bro, this game ends eventually. (laughs) And are you going to be that person where you can't function without someone laying out a schedule for you? Or are you going to be that person that you don't need a schedule, you can go chase and put your priorities first and do the things you need to do. So, you know, I had a, you know, a a really good paying job, you know, shout out to coach Davis as well, coming out of college. So I stepped back and was like, eh, you know, I know I want to coach. I know that's something that's going to happen down the road. It's either a, I go chase this NFL dream, you know, and kind of put my body back at risk and deal with the really, you know, slave mentality. Um, and be told where to go, what to do, sign that contract. Basically, you sign everything over to us. Or, you know, do I want to get away from that, which I was dealing with for the past five years, because the NCAA is a business. Mm. You do what they tell you to do. Mm. So do I want to go back to that, or do I want to live on my own terms? And I was just content with what I accomplished and what I did. Um, And therefore, I made the decision to come back here uh, and give back to my community because, you know, I'm not going to be here long, but I, I figured I wanted to start here, get my experience here. And that way I can set myself up 100% healthy at that to go live life and do the things that I need to do. So, um, you know, I think I wouldn't have had that knowledge once again about, you know, just area and where you want to succeed if I wasn't exposed to different places as well, you know, being from Philly, coming to Connecticut, you know, living in Boston and then going down to Myrtle Beach in South Carolina. So, and then my parents, you know, they moved to North Carolina for a couple of years. So I think the fact that I lived in multiple places and seen other places for for what it was, um, you know, made me comfortable with coming back and helping and being, and being involved in the area. Um, You know, I definitely want to see my brothers through, uh, make sure they're okay. So that was a big reason as well. But, you know, even just to help, you know, kids beyond them and and help kids in this area realize like, bro, you're, you're in a small town, you're in a small area, but you got to get away from that crab in a barrel mentality, bro. Mm-hmm. And if you keep yourself in that barrel, that's on you. You feel me? And, and you know, I'm, I'm living proof. You're living proof that if you, if you're willing to climb and keep climbing, and even if you slip down, you got to keep climbing back up and then you just step by mm-hmm. step and step. So, you know, just be living proof for that for this area, you know, in the time that I'm here. Mm, wow, that's crazy. I, I love the fact that you recognize the, I wouldn't say like trap of the NFL, but the mm. business of the of the professional sports life. Because I yeah. didn't know any of this stuff until, you know, I got older and I started, yeah. you know, do my research. And so I'm like, dang, like these guys mm. literally say, okay, we own you. <laughs> bro, it's, it's literally that, bro. Like, Go here, you eat this. Yeah. <laughs> go drink on Saturday. Yeah, maybe Friday. You go, you go ahead. You better be back Sunday to play. <laughs> Bro, it, it's, you know, and I, of course I don't knock anybody that does it because, yeah. you know, like I said, I had to sit down and, and really remove myself from the situation and then weigh pros and cons of each option. With the NFL, you know, it's very rare that you're going to have stability. That's a whole nother thing. As you know, I'm big on family. I'm big on, you know what I'm saying, the people in my house, you know, my mom and dad, my siblings, um, you know, and I'm the type of person where I like to live and be comfortable and be stable. I don't want to live nowhere for six months. And then you're telling me, yo, we traded you here or yo, we cut you. Now you got to go, you know, scavenge and go find a job somewhere else. You know, now I'm playing in, in Philly. And the next thing you know, you know, they cut me. So now I'm over there in Arizona and then, you know, I'm there for two years and now I'm back in, over, I'm over here in Miami. Mm. I, I like stability, bro. And that was something I had to be realistic about. What are, the, what are the real chances that I'm going to be with this team that invited me to their camp 
and I'm going to be here and, and spend a, a 10 year career there. It's very, very rare. So, you know, starting a family, you know, have, having a girl and, you know, being close to my family and stuff, bro, I, I, I'm not the type of person where, you know, I like to bounce around and, and not be stable. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and like you said, it's truly, if you're supposed to be here, you're here. If we tell you to eat that, you eat that. If we tell you that, you know what I'm saying? You can't drink, you can't drink. If, you, if your body fat is, you know, 2% over, we taking that bread. Like it's... Yeah. It's a lot of things that I dealt with, you know what I'm saying, in my five years of college football. I persevered, but it was a lot of things behind the scenes, you know, that people don't really know as far as the the BS that I dealt with as far as, you know, grown men egos and, you know, the, yeah, the, the that guy. hierarchy, <laughs> you know. And, and, you know, while you're in it, yeah. you do it because, you know, my end goal was get my education. They can't take that from you. Facts. Regardless of what you're doing. Facts. They can't take that from you. So I'm going to use them just like you're using me. And that's what I want these, these youngins to understand too is, bro, like you setting yourself up for the future. Now I'm sitting here 26, year, 26 years old, no debt, and I'm able to start from square one and build myself up. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not $300,000, $400,000 in the hole. I got, a, I got an undergrad. I got a master's for free on their dollar. But at the same time, you know, I have to pay a little cost. I was, you know, told where to be and stuff, but... That was the main thing I wanted to get out of that was one, the experience, you know, which came with it, but they can't take that education from you. So that was my goal. So do you think as an athlete, especially out here, do you think it's smarter to focus on, you know, obviously focus on like on long-term goals, right. obviously, but do you think if some of us key in, key in and tune in on like those, those short-term, um, even like college uh, Eastern and going to like yep. La Point, all that type of stuff, yep. like if we really keyed in on that mm -mm. and made it our future, do you think like, We'd go farther as a as a whole. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it's it's tough because you know, like you said, a, a lot of people they 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 keep in mind like y'all just use D one. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, yeah, D one, right? Everybody so wants everybody wants to be D one. Um, and in my personal experience, like what I preach, you know, through my coaching and through my mentorship, is that bro, a college opportunity is a college opportunity, bro. Y'all don't have to be D1, bro. Like, D1 is cool, but D1 also is a lot of stuff that goes with it, bro. That you just don't know. You see the gear. You see them playing in front of all the people. But, bro, it's, it's literally 365. Like, mm -hmm. and, and I don't take that lightly. Now, you know, and the overall thing is, too, is if a D3 coach or a D2 coach is giving you an opportunity to play a sport in college, one, that's already a blessing. You're already in a rare category. Mm. Two, if they rock with you, like if they want to see you succeed, that's a whole nother reason. Because like I said, in D1, it's a business. For an example, if I'm the head coach and you're my quarterback and you're not performing well enough, you're now playing with my money and my family's food on their table. You know what I'm saying? So at first, it could be very superficial. I love you. I love what you bring to the table. You're my guy. But you also got to understand what comes with that. At the end of the day, you're helping pay his bills. You're helping feed his family. Mm -hmm. Now, he's helping you also by giving you a chance to get on the field or, you know, get an experience. But it's just very, very cutthroat. Like, it gets to the point where, like, I literally, no lie, had a coach walk into a meeting, bro, and tell us we were just pawns on his chessboard. <laughs> And at first, you know, as an 18-year-old, I'm like, what he say? You know what I'm saying? Like, is he serious? Bro, he's dead serious. Like, wow. 
if this pawn ain't going to move and get and do what I needed to do, I'm going to knock you over and I'm going to move the next pawn on the board. And that stuck with me, bro. And I was like, at the end of the day, like, bro, this is a business. This is very, very cutthroat. So I tell people, bro, first, find a coach that loves you. You know what I'm saying? Like, truthfully loves you, honors who you are, and it don't matter what division that is. If if he gives you a shot and you know you rock with him as a person and he rocks with you as a person, bro, that's an opportunity you should run with. It don't matter what division there is. You're blessed to be in that situation. Now, as far as your question, I mean, I feel like if we focus more on the smaller things, right? Not just, oh, you know, I want to go D1. Oh, you know, well, if he's not good enough to play D1, it don't matter. If we focus more on a community as a group, um, you know, finding outlets and finding a way to get all our kids together to showcase all our kids, you know, and it's not individuals here, individuals there, this click here, this group here. Um, if we found a way as a community and, and, you know, as athletes in the area, like it's cool to compete against each other, but at the end of the day, bro, like I promote you, you promote me, we get around each other, we showcase our talent together. Um, I think that's something that this area could use more of is focusing on more of that stuff. Like how can we help our kids academically to even get them an opportunity to get this scholarship? Yeah, we need that first. How can we get them in the community to be well-rounded? You know what I'm saying? Because it's not just about the sport, bro. And I think that's truthfully what kind of brings this area down is that, you know, a lot of people are quick to talk about the next person. A lot of people are quick to, you know, smile smile in your face and then you know go throw shade on you because yeah. they're not doing what you're doing but at the end of the day bro it's like if you just sat down and get to know somebody and if us as a group were willing to you know put all our eggs together and and make it possible for everybody bro like the area is loaded like it's loaded with talent Thank you. it's loaded it's loaded Thank you. It's just a matter of us putting aside our separate individual agendas bro and being able to understand that if we all collectively showcased what we brought to the table. You know, if you could have 20, 25 more people network and, and push your podcast out, you know what I'm saying? Imagine what that would do That's for the platform. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's not that you're not asking for much. That's what, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> That's that's another reason what drew me to the area was one to under you know to help not only the kids I work with but you know I'm a mentor to a whole bunch of kids that I don't even coach mm. like if they need me yo Mark can you help me you know how do I get recruited how do I do this you know can you send me you know information to this coach or what bro I push stuff I push kids stuff out all the time and I don't even have to coach them I don't even have to really know them as long as you in the area and I see you striving for something bro. I'm going to help you out. And I think the more people that have that attitude, I'm telling you, bro, it, it'll, be no, it'll be no surprise when we start seeing more, more talent in this area do their thing. It's just a matter of that crabs in a barrel mentality, bro. It's so deadly, and we got to get away from that. That was Reese's uh, when he came on. Reese was like like the second person to come on my podcast. Yeah, yeah, that was early. He said it. He was like that crab. In the, that was the first time I ever heard that, that statement. And I was like, if that does not describe downtown <laughs> so perfectly – but no, you're right. If we just came together and showcased, you're, you're totally right. That individualism crap. It's crazy. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. it's, some people, it takes far. You know? mm -hmm. Some people, that could crush somebody. Yeah, like, absolutely. As a, as a high school athlete, that's what used to crush me. Yeah. Like, okay, I don't shoot, but right. I was defensive player of the year. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, you know right. I mean? So I, I totally get that. But no, so how about now? What's up right now? I think you're, you're coaching, you say. Talk yeah, so um, first off, I, you know, I want to say God is good, man. And, you know, you know, we wouldn't be here and, you know, I wouldn't be here without, you know, his, his love and his mercy. But 
So now, um, you know, I kind of put in my time. I came back here in, in, in 2019, um, you know, started my first job as a math tutor at Groton Middle with, with Coach Davis. So I was blessed to kind of get my professional feet wet. I had to get him up here. He sounded like he's the Bro, man. Bro, I'm telling you, man, he's, he's the man. So, um, you know, I started off with that and then I ended up transitioning to, you know, my gym and my training business, you know, which I still do as well. Um, work, working with athletes, helping, you know, get their craft as sharp as possible. Um, and then I actually transitioned, well, just finished transition over at Ledger. So, you know what I'm saying? Doing my thing over there, teaching and mentoring. And, and now, you know, I, with all that being said, you know, I've set myself up to, you know, accept a, a real big boy job. And, um, you know, now I'm the director of admissions at St. Bernard school. So, you know, young, youngest, youngest director in the school history. So. You know, just God is good, man. Um, and, and, you know, I'm over there. So director of admissions at St. Bernard's and I'm coaching football and basketball at St. B's as well. So, you know, it's just it, like I said, it's a blessing for everything to come full circle and, you know, for for everything to be set up the way it is, you know, for my lifestyle. So that's where I'm at currently. That's what's up. I think it's dope. When, like, when, you know, there's only certain ones of us that can that can do this type of stuff. Mm. Go out, experience, fail. Yeah. And then come back. And yeah. Set others up to succeed. Right. So I think it's dope that you're in St. B's. Yeah, man. Going to turn St. B's up, bro. <laughs> <That's what's> up. <laughs> shout out your, um, your IG, your Facebook, your business. If you got anything, shout it out. Bro. Yeah, man. So um, all social media handles, uh, Shake Outlaw, um, that, that's pretty much standard. I also do a, a, quite a bit of gaming, so... My YouTube is Shake Out Low across the board as well. My my Twitch is Shake Out Low at TTV, so Twitch TV. Um, and then, you know, I have my brand right here. So this is Shake Made Athlete. So, you know, if you hear me say Shake Made, that's what that means. You know, Shake Made is creating, you know, uh, young young men and women of high character, um, you know, treating people with respect, not burning any bridges, just trying to, you know, live the right way. And then obviously sharpening your tools. Um, you know, I like to, you know, work with work with young young kids as far as, you know, how to speak to people, how to speak to the media, because that's something that, you know, people don't do as well. So I just try to be well rounded with my athletes. Um, so yeah, man, that's me. Shake Out Low, you can pretty much find me on everything. Shake Made is the brand. So we just trying to keep expanding day by day, bro. Yo, you heard him. Check out the Twitch yep. TV. I, you know, I don't I don't I stop I just put down gaming. Just put it down. Yep. I'm waiting for 2K23. But y'all heard all his handles. Check it out. Check him out. I'll be seeing them streaming. Yeah, man. They, they all right. They, <laughs> they, they ain't ready for my life. They all right. No, but, you know, Marcus, thanks for stopping by, bro. This was Appreciate dope. you, I, man. I definitely want a part two. because I feel like we could Oh, talk, yeah. I feel like we could talk all day. We got a lot more to tap <laughs> into, bro. But this is just a preview. So, you know what I'm saying? Y'all be ready for the next one. Definitely, bro. I appreciate you and, and everything you do around. I, bro, you, God bless you. I don't know if you remember... The first time I ever met you was in Kelly's auditorium. I what was that? Uh, I think Canton Jones came. Oh, so that was twenty twelve, maybe twenty eleven. That was like the camo theme, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raging yeah. War. Yeah. So I I remember that was I don't a crazy know where experience. I had seen you, but yeah, that, that changed my life. Yeah. Musically, that, mm. dude that was playing um the keys and he mm. was oh my god he changed he changed my ear musically bro, he changed it was the a crap crazy out of my ear. night yeah and can't songs i remember all them songs can the truth bro my, that, that joint changed my christendom my yeah can the truth bro and i remember it was the very end and you walked by me and i looked at you. i don't know if you remember this and i looked at you and i said you need an 
played pro one day. I do remember that actually. Yup. <laughs> I do remember that. Mm, crazy that's crazy. I never had seen you yep. ever again until like eight years later. I'm at yep. IWC and I'm like, holy crap, this kid's playing like pro ball. Yup. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, no way. Crazy. That, that night was wild. Yeah, it was like we had went to Canton Jones as a youth group. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you remember how that story, but we went to Canton Jones probably when I was in fresh, like going into freshman year. So. We had drove down to Maryland, I believe, and that's when we first saw Kenton Jones. Yeah, but you know the whole youth group. Yeah, and then I think that was when, like, two years later, we got Kenton to come up up. because, bro, that experience alone, like, like you said, it changed my ear musically. It changed my ear, you know, Christian wise, as far as you know, the outlet of music and you know, it was so different. Yo, I was waking up to that album for a minute. Yeah, like you hear, you think gospel, and you think just. uh, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. that really changed my perspective. Like, yo, like there really mm-hmm. can be Christian rap that I can, you know, listen to and appreciate and apply. So, um, yeah, that was a great experience, yeah, bro. Was, yeah, he's definitely. Shout out to IFWC. Shout out to them. Shout out. For that and what they do with their youth. That's incredible. But, yeah. yo, we're going to get out of here. I think it's a nice day out. I hope it ain't hot out here. You're right. <laughs> I love y'all. It's your boy, Mally J. Become Marcus signing out. D-Max absent. He at work, obviously, on the clock. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode, man. This was a great one. I, I enjoy good episodes. I enjoy good conversations. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me once again. Um, it, it was a blessing and an honor, and I'm definitely looking forward to round two because, you know, we can really, really tap into right, I'm get, I'm get the spicy here. stuff. Yeah. What the people want to know. Yeah. So. But I appreciate y'all, man. Thank you. Yo, we appreciate you, Marcus. Yo, it's your boy, Mally J. Y'all know I always pray peace and protection on y'all. Be safe out there. Please. Protect your heads. Love your kids. Love your loved ones. I love y'all. It's Mally J. Peace out. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. It was it was great to be here, bro. What's good, Hoodie Talk family? Thank you for listening to this episode with me. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Listen, do me a favor before you skedaddle out of here. Be sure to subscribe to the channel. Yes, please subscribe to our podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening right now. Be sure to subscribe, like, share, comment, do all that great stuff. Listen, I hope you have a fantastic day and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace out, fam.